Alright guys, uh, welcome to Patty's Podcast, where this is the intro. What's up guys, it's uh, Patrick O'Toole here with two members of the Quill, Kyle Alexander and Andrew Shepard. Uh, today we'll be talking about the NBA. Um, so uh, let's just jump right into it. Uh, let's talk L.A., Clippers or Lakers? All right. Now, going into this season, I thought the Clippers were a better team just because of the defensive front they had with but Pat Beverly, Paul George, and Kawhi Leonard. But now that I'm looking into it, I feel the Lakers are the better team. Mm-hmm. And there's a good point. My cousin brought this up, actually. He said, because he's a Lakers fan, he was saying because of all the big men they have, they have was it Anthony Davis yeah. at center, they got JaVale McGee and Dwight Howard, mm-hmm. and it's like LeBron at point guard, you're not putting your point guard on LeBron, because that's a mismatch. So then you put your small forward on him. Then who you have who you have to cover Anthony Davis? Yeah, you have your center, but then who's going to cover Dwight and JaVale? Mm-hmm. It does uh, allow for a lot of spacing on the floor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they have Danny Green, who's a lethal shooter, mm-hmm. especially from that corner. Yeah, definitely. Well, so far this season, it's definitely been the Lakers, but I'm still not fully convinced that the Lakers are still the team to beat. I think the Clippers definitely bring a lot to the table, and as they get down the season, as they get down the stretch, defense is going to be key. Mm. Defense wins championships, and Kawhi Kawhi Leonard and Paul George are two of the best defensive players out there. So are Lou Williams and Harrell. And so is Patrick Beverly coming off the bench. Mm-hmm. They just defensively, they're way better. And right now, the Lakers, all they have is Anthony Davis going off, which is normal. He's Anthony Davis. He's really good. He's on a different yeah. level. But if they take Anthony Davis out of the game, can LeBron James go and dominate the way AD is to right. supplement? That's another thing is um, Kawhi Leonard still is uh, load managing. And they're in the second seed. So you have to think when he is uh, in the postseason, giving full effort, playing every game, that's definitely going to make a difference oh, yeah. compared to how they're performing now. Yeah, Kawhi's only average. Mm-hmm. Yeah, their bench is fantastic. You got Just a- adding that much more star power may just uh, tip the scales in their favor, I'd say. I mean, you have Zubak, mm-hmm. Beverly, Green. Hartless, Patrick there. Patterson, who should be a starter, McGru- Rodney McGruder. Yeah. I mean, you got guys like that coming off the bench, mm-hmm. and you still have the ability to play Paul George yeah. and all your top guys, but, I mean, yeah, they've been able to have the depth right. throughout, which is going to be key. The Lakers have a great bench, but it's nothing compared to... Oh, yeah, the Clippers. Yeah. Well, let's go to the Eastern Conference, and... Uh, in Milwaukee, you've got a 16-game win streak that they're on right now, and Giannis looks like a repeat for MVP. Yeah, they had. Um, I watched the Pelicans game, and even without Giannis, the Bucks went out to a really, really fast first half lead. Right. The first two periods, they dominated. Yeah, he missed that one game, and um, there's I was a. Uh, Uncertain about how they do this year because they lost Malcolm Brogdon to yeah. the Pacers in free agency, but that actually, if anything, improved the Bucks because it allows 
Giannis to accept an even bigger role on offense, and he's scoring even more and has the ball even more. So I think, like, giving the contract money to Eric Bledsoe was actually a great idea. Yeah, Eric Bledsoe is definitely – he's pretty prototypical for your starting point guard. He can really do it all. He's got a great break to the rim, and he's super mm-hmm. athletic. He can play really good defense, and obviously him wanting out of – Phoenix definitely means that it was the Suns messing him up. Mm. And, uh, like, Chris Middleton, great second star. They did, uh, I think it's a $190 million contract, if I'm not mistaken. Great pickups. Uh, They got Kyle Korver in the offseason, Robin Lopez, Wesley Matthews. Um, He's been getting used. Definitely. They revamped that bench. They used the Malcolm Brogdon money to revamp and revitalize that bench. Um, and do you think that Milwaukee has a lock on the East, or uh, who else do you see? Um, I feel like for now, I feel like they are the favorites coming mm-hmm. out the East, and like they have a lot. But or I feel like uh, I feel like they close the door, but they don't have the lock yet. Because to me, you still got teams like the Seventy Sixers who are coming up. Seventy Sixers, they look iffy, but they're coming out doing the thing and B just had like 36 and 13 um well you got the Celtics who look like they've improved with uh Kemba Walker yeah great fit and yeah and like they have they have a better person a uh, better leader to take over so I feel like those teams can definitely be a threat now I feel like the Bucks are still the favorites to come out the East definitely I think uh I mean Miami's playing amazing oh, yeah. I just don't think they have the pure star power to actually Make it in the playoffs, but with uh, Philadelphia and Boston, maybe even Toronto. I think Philadelphia and Boston are definitely um, maybe a piece away or uh, like one adjustment away, like Ben Simmons' three pointer shot. <laughs> but I don't know if that's really going to come. I definitely think the 76ers are the team that are like right now for the Milwaukee Bucks, it's the Sixers that are the most threatening. Definitely. They oh, yeah. have one of the most complete teams. I mean, if you can put. Ben Simmons, Josh Robin, Josh Richardson, Joel Embiid, Tobias Harris, and Al Horford all on the floor at the same time. And you have a great bench, too. Mm. Then you're really dangerous, but I'm still not sold on Ben Simmons' three yet from deep. Him, anything besides him in the pain or anything inside Definitely. the three line. But I mean, they're great at home and everything. I just think it's an issue of depth. Um, they've got a great starting lineup. It's just past that. It's like Mike Scott, who's pretty good, uh, and like James Ennis the third. But past the starting lineup, there is uh, like there's not very much. I mean, yeah. you got Zaire Smith yeah. down there, but he's still really mm-hmm. young, still developing. But there's definitely a trade that could. Um, Trey Burke's a pretty good yeah. depth guy, but yeah, I think the 76ers are definitely lacking. The Definitely. bench of the Bucks, but they can play, and they can shoot and fire with their top guys. Their starting five is definitely better, by only by a little bit than the Bucks. Yeah. It's more complete, but yeah. the bench wise is just much more different. And uh, there hasn't actually been any big trade this year yet, um, and surprisingly, we'd expect one. There's been rumors of uh, Demar Derozan to the Magic or the Pacers. There's been rumors of Kevin Love going to a contender. Um, what do you see being the first one to really break the ice here? 
I feel like I see the first trade that's gonna happen. I feel like the first domino to fall is gonna be Kevin Love. I feel like it's gonna be Kevin Love to Portland because mm-hmm. if you think about Port, uh, Kevin Love said he wanted to play for Portland, and every like if you think about every time we've heard Kevin Love in a trade rumor, we've heard Kevin Love to Portland. Mm-hmm. That's been that seems to have been the fit. And he's and, from there. It's hometown. Yeah, it's yeah. his hometown. And Portland's a contender. They're missing like last year. They made it all the way to the conference finals. Just fell short of Golden mm-hmm. State. Now they, they just picked up Carmelo Anthony. He's yeah. doing. He's, he's actually doing playing good. So I let a lot of people walk. Oh yeah. So. And um, also the fact that Golden State's uh, not as good as they are, as mm-hmm. they used to be. The West, like the championship is wide open. Definitely. So. I would trade for him, and if I'm Portland, I would definitely try to make a trade for Kevin Love. Definitely. He's so serviceable, as we just saw, he hit the three-pointer to, serve, to send him to overtime against the Spurs. Yeah. And not only that, but they said they won the first round from him. You're Portland, there's only two draft, two rounds in the draft, and then if you're Portland, you're a contender, you're a playoff contender. Your pick's going to be a... Yeah, your pick's going to be like... A hybrid yeah, second-round yeah. pick almost. Really. So, yeah. If any, I would, I would definitely try to make that trade. Definitely. I think... The main issue with this Trailblazers roster is there's just not enough depth at the forward spot in the um, offseason acquisition of Mario Hazonia. I just don't think that's panning out. His numbers are not up from last year, so it really doesn't look like a good um, investment. Zach Collins is playing all right, but um, they really need more star power at the center because they've got an amazing backcourt. Nurkic. Yeah, it's coming back and soon. With his ret- him returning, he'll definitely add a aspect to it. But mm-hmm. if they get Kevin Love, they're not. They're gonna be. They're gonna probably have to give up Nasir Little or uh, Anthony Simmons, who's like actually, the future yeah, of the franchise. That was actually one of the trades I saw. Him, uh, I can't remember. I think it was like ESPN or Bleacher Report. They were saying um, one of the trades that they see happening is Kevin Love and Tristan Thompson for Hassan Whiteside, Nasir Little, in the draft pick. Yeah, I've seen some um, Tristan Thompson to Toronto rumors. I think he's, he would be a great piece to uh, like be there also with um, uh, Marc Gasol. I don't yeah. know if he's enough of a piece to push them to a title um, contender, but maybe. But last year, Marc Gasol pushed, was that final piece. Yeah, definitely. That final midseason season. acquisition almost all championships teams have. Yeah. Definitely Kevin Love fits that mold of that final piece guy. And he's a real team player. I definitely see him making an impact wherever he goes. Definitely. Let's talk rookies. Um, there's some great performances from, like, Jaw Morant um, in Memphis. Uh, Kendrick Nunn, who was actually undrafted. And uh, R.J. Barrett for the Knicks. Um, you see... John Morant's putting up 18.7 a game with uh, three rebounds, six assists, and a steal on a 46% field goal and 42% from three, which is just insane, honestly. Uh, Who do you guys like uh, from the rookies this year? Whoa. All right. And coming into the draft, I get the hype is all around Zion. It's like Zion mania, like all the dunks he's doing. But to me... Coming into the draft, John Morant was the best player coming into the draft, and John Morant stole the best player from that draft class. Mm-hmm. John, he's been a bucket. That I remember um, he had that clutch layup against the 
Warner to still win the game. Right. And then he also had a he had a clutch game against uh, Kyrie Irving. Yeah. Which is clutch not block, yeah right. not easy to do, especially the block Kyrie Irving. Yeah. It's not easy to do. And then he's also doing a good job leading that Memphis team, taking over in that rebuilding phase, still keeping them somewhat in playoff contention. Right. I mean, Memphis just really doesn't have much depth or star power at all. It's, they have it's a lot of young players. Yeah, they have John Morant. I'm going with what Kyle said. Yeah, Jaws a star. They don't have a lot of depth, but it's a future. And if they can get some more pretty decent draft picks, hopefully a guy breaks out like a Josh Jackson or Grayson Allen. They break out. You got more draft capital. You um, definitely have the stuff from I think Josh Jackson's bust though. Oh yeah, Jordan. for sure. All right, so uh, let's talk rookie of the year. Um, so my favorite guy, I'd say honestly is actually Kendrick Nunn um, off the Heat, who is surprisingly undrafted. Uh, he's putting up 16.2 points a game, 2.7 rebounds, 3.4 assists, and one steal game um, off 45.2% field goal and 34.5% from three. This is just insane coming from a rookie who is undrafted, 24 years old, uh, went to Oakland University. Just, wow. Um, I think with this, although his stats aren't at what John Morant's or R.J. Barrett's may be, he's on a team with two other great rookies in Duncan Robinson and uh, Tyler Hero. And Duncan, Duncan Robinson is actually a D3 uh, undrafted uh, player. Really, like, just a lottery chance of, you know, making it to the NBA. I read an article about him the other day. It's just insane, uh, but he's just pure shooter. He made uh, 10 threes the other night and is definitely showing what the league is coming to, you know? Gives me a Kyle Korver type feel, how he's really definitely. came from nothing. Yeah, Look really, where he is. definitely. And Kyle Korver, when he got drafted, he got traded for a copy. Yeah, I saw that. Shep, who are you liking for rookie of the year? Uh, I'm going with John Morant. But I guess since Kyle already said it, I'm going to give mine to R.J. Barrett. He's averaging 14 points, 5 rebounds, and 3 assists. Now, the Knicks are really bad. The Knicks are probably going to get LaMelo Ball. Definitely. But I mean, I think it's another tanking season for New York. Uh, it's just really disappointing. Yeah. Just, just all around, like like people have been saying, James Dolan should sell the team. And um, R.J. Barrett, the one concerning thing... I'd say is his free th free throw. He's shooting fifty four point six percent, which is just something that he really needs to focus on. His um, shooting splits for uh, field goal and threes aren't concerning to me because this is a tanking team, and they shouldn't expect RJ to have an actual efficient offensive game. Especially with the way the Knicks right. are. Yeah. It's good that he's just getting shots off and getting the experience. Uh, that steal, the one steal per game and half a block per game are um, pretty uh, good um, stats on the defensive end. If he can fix his free throw, he definitely could make a run at um, Rookie of the Year, I think. Yeah, I don't. I see him winning it if he really, if he does what you said and if he just begins to make the team around him mm -hmm. better. I definitely do think that he is the franchise player for New York, though. I think oh, yeah. he's one of the. Yeah, and they're yeah. going to get a Especially bunch of guys. Yeah. yeah, he's definitely going to be the face of them yeah. for a while. I mean, and um, coming into college, he was the number one ranked prospect yeah. in all of high school. And, like, 
So it was kind of when Zion just blew up in college mm-hmm. that when he went to the number one spot, but RJ was kind of all anybody talked about for a couple of years. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He definitely had to live in. Yeah, Zion. Definitely. Yeah. What about you, uh, Kyle? All right, so my pick, I actually like two players, but my pick for Rookie of the Year is John Morant of the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, he's been great this year. He's averaging 18 points, um, was it six assists, three rebounds, and he's been playing great. He's le- definitely take uh, stepping up and taking the leadership role, especially because if you're a player at a, if you're a player at a specific position, and the team has a top a high draft pick. And they trade the they have because they already had Mike Conley, so people were talking about mm-hmm. maybe they could get R.J. Barrett or something. Yeah. They trade Mike Conley to the uh, Jazz, and then they take John Moran. So you already you already stepping in with like pressure on you. Mm-hmm. He's doing a great job handling the pressure. He's had the clutch layup against Charlotte to win the game. Yeah. He had the uh, block on Kyrie to help them beat Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. He's just been great. He's been a great facilitator on the floor. A great scoring. He's just doing a good job leading this Memphis Grizzlies team. Definitely, I agree. I mean, John Morant has been great, and he was like a Cinderella story in college. He really oh, just yeah, blew yeah. up in that um, March Madness touring. Because mm-hmm. it was like in high school, nobody really knew about him. Definitely. And then his freshman year, nobody really heard mm-hmm. about him. And his sophomore year, he just blew up. Yeah. Uh, honestly, like I'm, I can say, like I was pretty wrong. I thought that um he wouldn't be uh, panning out well in his rookie year because I figured that he looked really good against the um, competition that he faced at Murray State, which wasn't the same as, like, R.J. Barrett or Zion. I figured the NBA would be uh, too much for him, but he actually just transitioned very well. And plus, I feel like that March Madness game against Marquette, when they beat Marquette, was actually, that actually helped people look at him and realize, okay, like, he's the real deal. Maybe we can take a chance on him. And he can be become the franchise player. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the New Orleans Pelicans are six, and or let me see, they are six and nineteen. Yeah, so bad. I honestly thought I misread that. They're six and nineteen, even though they got Zion, who's injured. Um, they still haven't. Yet to play. Yeah, still yet to play. Doesn't have a timetable for his return. All the other players on the team are not looking like Anthony Davis and, and Brandon Ingram yeah, has he, a little Ball, I don't know what the coaching mm-hmm. staff is doing with him, but they aren't using it's, their guys yeah. of the right way, I don't understand. There's definitely that. coaching issues, same with there was with uh Luke Walton and mm-hmm. playing Lonzo. There's like been times where they're playing a lot of uh Nikhil Alexander Walker and like Frank Jackson lineups yeah. both rookies instead of having um like uh, Hart in Lonzo Ball in. But overall, the whole roster doesn't have enough depth. At the beginning of the year, did you guys think that like they'd make the playoffs? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought that they maybe could, but I mean, this I mean, Zion might, injury. Yeah, they might just because they have J.J. Reddick. Yeah. That's like their only hope. <laughs> J.J. Reddick, that could be a pretty important piece because there's rumors of him being traded. Even though he just signed with um, New Orleans, he's playing like so well. He's lights out this year. Uh, for, he's almost shooting 45% from three and 44 from two. 
88 from free throw line. That's just, that's insane. He's yeah. always been really underrated. Yeah. yeah. Him and Kyle, I feel like him and Kyle Corbett have always been like the same type of player in my opinion. Like mm. they've been like underrated guy who's been uh stick to one thing that's shooting yeah. and they've been great at it even yeah. at even at this age. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They they've continued their dominance throughout mm. every single part of their career. I mean, like just so many teams would want him like of course, the Pelicans say have said that they don't want to trade him, but they can be convinced definitely yeah. by some assets, and they definitely need more depth. So there's going to be um, parts and pieces that would definitely be worth it, especially if this is another season in the drain. But I feel like they have, they give me a San Francisco 49ers type of feel. Last year they were terrible. Yeah. They had injuries to... Jimmy Garoppolo, who was kind of like a Zion and how hyped he is. Yeah, and then this year, they got another great guy, Nick Bosa, and they're really mm-hmm. hitting their stride. So I could see that taking place with the... Yeah. But yeah, we don't know. I don't know. Maybe they're more like the Browns where they were really bad, they got a really good player, and then everybody expected them to do better, and they didn't. True. That's Which, true. You know, that happens. I could definitely see that. Rome wasn't built in the day, you know. No. <laughs> And also, since we're talking about shooters, my uh, another rookie I like is Tyler Hero, and I feel he can, I feel he can be like a better version of a Kyle Korver, JJ Redick. Mm-hmm. He's averaging basic thirteen point nine, so like fourteen points, three rebounds, two assists. Uh, he's just been great this year. Lights out. Definitely. And he had like was it, like ten threes one game or something. I think I think his high is nine, ten yeah. maybe. And he's shooting like 30, 38% from three, so it's not bad. And he can definitely, I feel like he can improve on that, but it's not bad. Yeah, that's great. I mean, his numbers are great. Um, uh, Eric Spolz has also said that he's playing at the one, two, not just at the two. Um, which, so if that improves his handles, that makes him even oh, yeah. more versatile even player. More, yeah. Makes him like even better. Far because more valuable. To the team. You're looking at like right now he he could be like the next JJ Redick or he could be a step past that like with a handle and that yeah. definitely would be a game changer. What do you think he becomes? Uh I really like a maybe a Reggie Miller. I mean, I don't know yeah, if he's I, can see I don't know if his ceiling really is Reggie Miller. Like that's that's kind of an overshot. Like Reggie Miller did, as efficiently. Yeah, that clutch. We don't know if he has a clutch. The clutch. Gene, I think he does, though. No, yeah. If I'm being honest, I feel like he could be a Clay Thompson with handles. Oh, yeah. I feel like he has that potential. Mm. Especially, like you said, if they're running him at the one and two guard. Because um, you're at the one guard, you're mainly ball hand, You're the main ball handler yeah. most of the time. So, yeah, he can definitely. Yeah, he'll definitely be a. Like a Clay Thompson handles. Yeah, I could definitely yeah. see that taking place. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. We are running out of time, so we will have to wrap this up. We will be back next week to talk even more about the league.